0: This is an All Ears English podcast. Don't play hooky with your English vocabulary. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz and former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck coming to you from Arizona and Portland, Oregon, USA.
1: Today, you will learn super native vocabulary for not going to school or work. This is slang that makes your conversations more fun.
0: Make sure to take notes. Aubrey, I am so excited to bring an IELTS episode to All Ears English students. Yes. Hello, All Ears English listeners.
1: Jessica and I are here. You may know us from the IELTS Energy Podcast. Today, we're sharing an episode that we loved that we know you are also going to love.
0: Because the thing about IELTS that is so great is in order to do well on the test, you have to have great English. So, We teach you to have great English on the IELTS Energy Podcast. Today's episode is a wonderful example of how the vocab episodes especially, not just for test takers, they're for everyone.
1: Absolutely, right? The vocabulary in this episode is so perfect for creating that connection, bonding with friends, family, coworkers. It's so fun to chat about your past, especially something like this. You're going to learn vocabulary about ditching school or work. And it's a really fun vocab. And what a fun thing to ask somebody about, right? To find totally. out, like you, Jessica, did you ditch school a lot? Do you ever ditch work? I want to know. <laughs>
0: um i let's talk about that after the episode okay all Let, right let's save that let's save that so guys you're gonna find out whether or not i ditched school <laughs> at the end of today's
1: little episode. cliffhanger stay till the end <laughs> we're also going to share our favorite vocab so let's go ahead and hear the episode
0: Aubrey how's your day going so far
1: Uh, it's been a rough day (laughs) you
0: know that's gonna be an awesome positive answer when it starts with that sound oh Uh,
1: (laughs) guys I really I I just want to
0: remind people to watch this on YouTube Um, IELTS Energy TV you got to see Aubrey's reaction okay tell us about your day so far (laughs)
1: yes okay so my son came home from school sick and of course this happens kids come home from school sick and then you know if they really feel badly they go to sleep you don't see them all day. They really, feel... this was not the case with him. As soon as we got to the car, I picked him up from the nurse and he really did look sick. And when we got to the car, he was a changed person. He's like, <laughs> let's go to lunch. Let's go to the movies. I'm like, oh, oh okay. no. uh, and I couldn't just take him back into school because the nurse told me she had taken his fever and it was super low. Like it was a fever, Taking but his like 100.3. Yeah. Yes. Took his temperature, very slight fever, but enough that I had to pick him up, but he clearly still felt fine. So that's been my day with him coming Uh, and like
0: I'm still not tired I can't sleep wanting to be entertained all day (laughs) you know the uh that story you just told could be an IELTS part two answer you know like um describe a difficult day you had recently like that would be a great story to tell in part two um so inspired by Aubrey's wonderful experience today uh we are going to talk about vocabulary related to Faking illnesses or not going to school when one should. So we'll teach you four vocab phrases about those things and we'll give some sample answers and questions that you could see on the IELTS exam related to these terms. Um, Aubrey, have you have you ever faked an illness to like get out of school or to get out of? going to work or something. man,
1: I'm trying to remember specifics. I'm sure that I have. It sounds like me. It sounds like something I would do. No,
0: you're too honest. You couldn't do that.
1: I feel like the reason I would do that is if I were to be going on a vacation or had something I couldn't miss and I had requested the time off and it was refused. If they said like, sorry, you absolutely can't get this time off. And so I would feel like my last resort was to call in sick on that day. If I really had no other choice, I hate to admit that I would do that, but what else are you going to do?
0: I want to point out a couple of phrasal verbs that came up when I was asking you that question to get out of something means to, um, not to give, give a reason. So you don't have to do it to get out of your chores, to get out of going to work, to get out of going to school. It means that you don't have to do that thing anymore, right? You gave a reason you're off the hook. You don't have to do it um to get off work though is different that's just to like not go to work (laughs) to have the day off to get off work so a couple of bonus phrasal verbs for you um all right what is the first vocab phrase today
1: so just the verb ditch ditching school this kids do this all the time sometimes people ditch work as well it's just a really fun slang verb for skipping for not going
0: yep yep exactly um and i want to point out also that all of these phrases and the stories that we can tell about them these are such great ways to connect to other people in real life right yes these are fantastic for ielts speaking because they're native and natural they're interesting but guys also remember them for real life because these sorts of conversations like Aubrey and I could tell stories to each other about <laughs> ditching school and it would be such a fun conversation.
1: Absolutely. Or at work. Right. If you want to kind yeah. of make small talk to ask them and be like, hmm, I noticed you ditched work. A couple days last week where were you
0: (laughs) totally totally um now here's a second term for that play hooky i feel like this is sort of an older term it's not used as much today um but i still like it i still use it it's it's still considered uh in use so to play hooky is the same thing like you don't go to something that you should usually work or school um you could say like you like on Friday I decided to play hooky from work so I think that preposition is important play Mm. hooky from so I decided to play hooky from work and I went to the movies
1: nice I could see this being really useful more generally too though right if you are talking about being more of an introvert and you're asked about what you do on the weekends or what you do for friend with friends right Mm -hmm. and if you were to say something like all my friends went out Friday night but I decided to play hooky because I just didn't feel like it like this it usually we do usually collocate it with work or school but you can be a little more flexible anytime you're ditching something anytime you're not going to something that you probably would be expected to attend
0: yeah so i would say playing hooky and ditch are synonyms don't you think For sure absolutely yeah so they're definitely informal though so they're great for any part of ielts speaking even though they're informal you could still use them in speaking part three because they are very topic specific and therefore high level vocab but i would not use these in writing Um, so we also have a high level phrase that could be used anywhere because it's impressive could be academic as well instead of fake an illness you could say feign an illness now we need to explain how to spell this because it's not obvious
1: right it's spelled like rain right f-e-i-g-n it really does not look like it's pronounced. So that's tricky, but yeah. this is such a good point. This is band nine vocabulary. I've never totally. heard a student use this word in all of the times I've done, you know, speaking tests. So yeah, if you can say, and like, like you said, Jessica, this could come up for writing task two, speaking part three, if you're talking about maybe a government or right a, a company faking something in some way, faking progress, instead mm-hmm. say feign or feigning progress.
0: Yeah. Um man, this is such a good word. So we often use this, I feel like it's collocated with um emotions mm-hmm. a lot, also like to feign happiness, to feign sadness, right? So anytime you're talking about faking something, a feeling, could be a physical feeling like sickness or an emotional feeling, then you could always use feign. Um, I'm not good, I guess I can feign um, like excitement sometimes, but I'm honestly, I'm really bad at lying. And so I'm not good at feigning, um, positivity or excitement. Like I either feel that way or I don't. Yeah, I can see
1: that. <laughs> I'm maybe too good at it. I've played a lot oh, of, no! there are like games where you have to bluff and fake emo- like mafia werewolf. There are these games and I'm really good at Faking people out, right? Feigning <laughs> surprise or feigning innocence, and then I win the game because everyone's like,
0: "Well, I can't believe it was Aubrey." Actually, I am good at feigning interest. I feel like that's often oh, used. Those two words are a often good used skill together for dates. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, I mean, like Aubrey, you have four kids, you know, oh, parents yes. have to feign interest a lot. Um, yes, I absolutely. wish I was as fascinated with cars and engines as my son is, but I'm not. But I will listen to him talk about these things for hours And feign interest. (laughs) All right, here's the last one. This is a fun idiom to pull someone's leg. Uh, So this is a different meaning. It's not just fake, right? It's very specific. Um, What does it mean to pull someone's leg?
1: Yeah. It's to trick someone. Yeah. So if there's some kind of practical joke, but I would also say that my son pulled my leg today, right? He tricked me into thinking he was really sick. So though it is more of a specific meaning, this could be super useful all over IELTS speaking. Anytime you're talking about fooling someone or being fooled by someone else, you could say you pulled their leg.
0: Or I just thought of a great way to use this on IELTS speaking. So I'll share this guys, and then we'll get into some, uh, example questions that you might see on IELTS for this vocab. Um, if you are, <laughs> cause I've seen students do this, that like, you, you know, that you can't be silent, um, when you're thinking of an answer. So some students will just start talking and just sort of make something up, mm-hmm. but then you don't have enough to say because you're lying. You're making something up. So what if <laughs> you start doing that? Okay, I'll give you an example. Um, The examiner says, uh, tell me about the last art museum you went to. Um, And you you're feeling, you know, nervous pressure. And you're like, oh, I went to the Louvre last week. No, I'm pulling your leg. I've never been to France. It's it. like, <laughs> awesome. oh my heck, I love that idea so much. If you find yourself starting to make
1: up a story and then you realize, like, I think it's really obvious this isn't believable, and I don't have anything else to say, just pretend you were trying to fool the examiner into believing you.
0: Just be like, Actually, I'm, I'm pulling, pulling your, leg. your leg. I don't have a good answer for that. So I made it up. <laughs>
1: yes. I love that. That's so great. And then you're getting that idiomatic language as well. Yeah. I would love that if a student did that.
0: All right. So let's explore some questions that students might see on the test. We have some speaking part three questions that could also be writing task two questions. And then a part two question we'll share at the end. So what are some speaking part three questions students might hear?
1: For example, you might be asked, what are some behavioral problems children have in today's schools, or do children behave better in school today than they did in the past? These types of questions come up all the time about education and how it's dealt with in different cultures
0: oh my gosh think about problem solution essays um I've seen that topic numerous times Mm -hmm. in writing task two problem solution or even opinion essays like um what do you think is the main reason why students do this or something um and then speaking part three of course so let's go ahead and give a sample answer Aubrey do you want to ask me one of those questions and I'll try
1: and use the new vocab perfect all right jessica what are some behavioral problems children have in today's schools
0: honestly it's shocking i feel like when i was growing up i i thought students were bad when i was growing up but the stories i hear albeit anecdotal they're just for my son but I am shocked. Apparently in middle school here, students are ditching school all the time. James says that seventh graders, seventh and eighth graders consistently play hooky and just hang out in the school bathroom. Um, They don't even, it's not like they're even trying. They're not feigning an illness. You know, they're not like giving a good reason. They just ditch. They just don't even go. And so, um, and nobody's keeping track of this. (laughs) No, there's no um like administrators trying to fix this problem. So, um that's the biggest behavioral behavioral problem that I know about.
1: Ooh, impressive. You squeezed in all of that vocabulary. I feel like that was
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> and I want to point out the bonus vocab to say albeit. What a ba- like band 9 word to Ooh. say that. Basically just means like maybe it's the case that, right? But really high level if you can just squeeze that in. You said albeit anecdotal, meaning like, okay, everything I have is just what my son has told me, right? Oh, man, you guys got to figure out a way to sneak that into one of your answers.
0: Anecdotal is such a great um, adjective, guys. It just means this evidence I am providing is just based on a few stories I know. That's all it's like, this isn't like a huge research study. I didn't read this in the newspaper. This is purely anecdotal, just based on my own personal experience. So Awesome adjective. Yes. Um, <laughs> and really quick,
1: just to uh, say, can confirm, I hear the same thing from my high schoolers, right? Since seventh, eighth, it's ninth crazy. grade. Every time they go to the bathroom, it's just full of kids that are just like not going yeah. to class. Like, why? How are they
0: getting away with that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I really have a lot of opinions about all of this like i am continuously shocked about the stories i hear from james about his school i'm like what is even middle school for what right. are, are they even worried about teaching um this is a huge reason why i am getting my substitute teaching license is so i can be in the schools now i want to be there yes jessica make classroom. a difference
1: I love that idea. We need you. We need your strong voice <laughs> to make I a difference.
0: Help. I know what you're doing. I was a middle school once. Okay. Back to IELTS guys. Here's a couple more questions that you should practice on your own um, and use today's vocab. So what's one more part three question that they might be able to use today's vocab for?
1: So you might be asked about corporations, like Mm. do companies provide adequate sick leave in your country? Um, Something like this would be a great way to talk about, you know, if you think they don't that like what I was saying at the beginning where uh, you might have to fake sick in order to get the time you need if you're not given it by a company.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, And an acronym there that you could use that would, would, it's not just industry specific, it's everywhere, PTO, right? Personal Mm. time off no paid time off sorry (laughs) paid time off so that's an acronym you guys could throw in um and finally what's a part two question they might be able to practice
1: yeah describe a time you took a day off work so you could like jessica did for her answer use all of this vocabulary in one part two to avoid repeating the same words over and over throw in an idiom throw in this great slang right and yeah for a part two like that you could definitely use all of these
0: Yes, I love it. Um, All right, everyone. Thank you for listening today. And if you want to send us a question, uh, maybe we'll feature your name and your question on a future episode. So write us at support at earsenglish.com. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, thanks for chatting today. Awesome. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Um, All right, Aubrey, I'm going to ask you first. Did you ditch
1: school? I only did one time and it was like the official senior ditch day. Other than that, I was really good about going to school. I enjoyed school. I have a feeling it was the same for you, Jessica.
0: Oh yeah, totally. I was, I, and still remain today. Um, I am such a dork who follows a lot of rules, but I don't look like it. My like outside does not match the rule follower. I am on the inside.
1: (laughs) I love this expression though, to play hooky. What a, fun so way to ask somebody did you play hooky as a kid very informal slang I would love if a coworker asked me this friends family it's such a fun conversation starter
0: totally oh my gosh so many great stories like I could tell you guys about the one time I ditched school it's a great story <laughs> But I'm not going to take all that time. Um, But just to show you guys that there are great stories attached to this vocabulary. So using it yourself, asking others about it. This is what leads to such great connection. And also, it's not just about sharing stories from like ditching school when you were in high school. It's also about playing hooky from work as an adult, because those are like really great days. If you could, even if it's like you're asking for time off, right? Um, You could be like, "Mm, listen, Dan. Dan's the boss in this scenario Dan uh I I think I'm gonna play hooky on the 23rd because I told my son we're gonna go to the beach (laughs) like you're planning ahead but it's still fun to say right
1: or if you notice someone's gone a day say hey I noticed you weren't here yesterday were you playing hooky it's just a fun way to ask like why weren't you at work
0: Totally. Oh, my gosh. So great. So, guys, for um, more great vocabulary episodes like this, make sure to find and follow the IELTS Energy podcast, guys. Aubrey and I are super fun and we teach you all the skills you need, right? Um, Not just for a test. It is listening in real life. It is reading articles. It is so many skills that you need every day. So check it out, guys. Just search IELTS Energy in your podcast player right now and make sure to hit follow.
1: Yes. Awesome. We'll see you over on the IELTS Energy podcast.
0: Woo! All right. <laughs> bye. bye.